Hi, I'm Kate Spina. This is Toward Light, Practical Buddhism for the Modern World. Each week, I explore ways to apply these timeless teachings to our daily life. Hello, and welcome to episode 24 of season 2 of the Toward Light podcast. I want to continue with this autumn theme of letting go. The next two episodes are going to be related. What I want to talk about is this idea of identity and when to let that go and when that actually may not be useful. In order to talk about identity, I need to talk about the truth of things first. There are these three marks of existence for all conditioned phenomena, whatever has a birth and a death. So that's you, that's me, that's the chair you're sitting on, that tree, that mountain, whatever. This is all conditioned phenomenon. All conditioned phenomenon has anicca, impermanence, dukkha, some difficulty, and anatta, which is this idea of not-self. So one way to think about not-self or anatta is this idea that if everything is impermanent, then we're impermanent too. So this is foundational, these three marks of existence. And I'll refer to them throughout this talk. The other thing that I need to define is identity. When I say identity, what do I mean? And so for these talks, what I'm talking about is any way we label ourselves or others. Some categories of identity are race, sexual orientation, age, physical ability, occupation, financial class, education, religion, ethnicity, relationship status, astrological sign, mental health diagnosis, etc., etc. Identities by themselves are just labels, but in the context of a culture, some identities are held higher than others. So this is where racism, classism, sexism, homophobia, xenophobia, and all the other stereotypes and discrimination start to come in. In the early teachings of the Buddha, the teachings that Theravada Buddhism is based in, the Buddha did specifically talk some about the caste system. This was very prevalent at his time. There was a clear delineation depending on what family you took birth in, in how you were expected to live, what resources you had, how you were treated in the culture, etc., And the Buddha was very clear that these teachings could be accessible to anyone in any caste. In northern India at that time, what family you took birth into decided how you could or could not experience the spiritual teachings. So this is a way that the Buddha was really radical, is that he was making the teachings accessible to all. I've done some extrapolation here. I want to be clear about that. That as I'm talking about these identities, I'm extrapolating the teachings to our modern life, to our modern culture, but it's based in this idea that we can be broad in this way, that, that 
Buddhism is accessible to all. Today, I'm going to share three categories of identity that I feel that it can be difficult sometimes if we don't acknowledge them or if we pretend they don't exist, either in ourselves or in others. So today, I'm going to talk about race, physical ability, and classism. I'm talking from a Western United States perspective in a lot of ways, but feel free to take these identities and take identities that are coming up in your life or in your culture and see how there might be some parallels. So identity is a label and then hierarchy is based on the culture that the identity takes place in. And then there are these big teachings, right? These three marks of existence. This, what is termed the ultimate reality of Anicca, Dukkha, and Anatta. That in the ultimate reality, we let go of this idea of self, of identity. And we're living a life. We're living a human life. So there's the relative reality of our day-to-day lives in our culture with our identities, with these labels. Ruth King says, we're all created equal in the cellular system, but we're not all treated equally in the world. Right? So the ultimate truth is we're created the same, and the relative truth is we're not treated equally in the world. So starting with race in the United States, if I just say, okay, as a white person, I'm going to ignore race. I'm going to say we're all created equally. Could I potentially be causing harm in that way? Yes. The answer is yes. Because the way I am treated when I walk into a store and the way that a black woman who walks into a store is treated is different. Even if the differences are subtle, it is different. And so, if I pretend that we're not being treated differently, I'm actually causing harm. I'm actually not acknowledging the truth of things, which is that racism exists in the United States and in many other cultures around the world. And I'm not acknowledging that my lived experience has some privilege. And I'm not acknowledging that there could be ways I can use that privilege for good. So this is where people often do spiritual bypassing, where they say, well, I think that anatta is the truth of things, that we're all created equally, that we're all these just ever-flowing processes, so I don't see color, and I think that we're all equal, so I don't need to do anything. That is spiritual bypassing that is using a teaching to bypass the truth of things, to bypass the realities of racism, of all these other isms that exist in our lives, and to absolve ourselves of any responsibility, absolve ourselves of any seeing the truth. Race is an identity in ourselves and in others where because people are so externally affected based on their race, it feels very important not to ignore it, 
or to quote unquote, let it go, but to acknowledge it, to be with it and to know that different colors of skin are treated differently. So we must see that because that is what is happening. Another identity where it may be really unskillful to fully ignore it is physical ability. As many of you know, I'm now living in Mexico. And while the United States does not do this perfectly, there is an American with Disabilities Act. There are accommodations made in buildings for accessibility. And that is not the case here. And I can't tell you how many buildings I walk into or places I go where I say, wow, if someone was in a wheelchair or on a walker or visually impaired or whatever, they would have difficulty accessing this space. I have that lens because I've spent time working with people with different physical abilities. So it's something that is always sort of at the forefront of my mind. This can be a difficult thing to navigate because we don't want to fixate on someone's differing abilities, but we also want to not ignore the truth. So one way that we can be active is we can look at bigger policies. We can look at the company we work for. Are their hiring processes accessible to all? Are they hiring people of differing abilities? In our building, is our the place we live accessible? What can we do to help make it more so? The third identity I want to talk about that I think is really important to honor the truth of is living in a capitalist society is classism. In a lot of ways, even though it's not so clearly demarcated, classism is very similar to the caste system that the Buddha grew up in. Generational wealth ends up being passed down in the upper class in a way that it doesn't get passed down in the working class. So if two people are in college, and one of them doesn't have to work and can go to classes full time, and the other has to work, can only go to classes three quarter time, graduates a year later, is a year later into the job market. Like this is, this is a real thing. This happens. And we so often ignore that or don't see the financial privileges or those who have financial privilege try and keep that for themselves or take the cultural norms from their financial class and spread that to all beings, which is not always true or real or right. So we cannot ignore this. Again, we look at hiring practices. We look at ways we can share our privilege. We look at ways that our privilege is affecting us. We look at ways that we can advocate for others, for ourselves, but we don't ignore class. So I know I said that I was going to be talking about letting go, and what I've talked about today are three identities that I think it's important to acknowledge. And so that's a piece of letting go too, right? Is letting go of this idea that we can live in just a spiritual ideal or some kind of utopia or letting go of this idea of doing Buddhism right. This is messy, 
Sometimes we need to acknowledge identities. Other times we need to let them go. This is not clear cut. So I encourage you this week, after listening to this episode, maybe take a moment to look at identity in your life. Maybe list some of your identities, those identities where you have privilege, those identities where you don't. Notice what identities feel important for you to be acknowledged in, what feel like you can let go of them some. Just get curious. See you all next episode. Thank you for listening. Please check out any links in the show notes. You can find me on my website, towardlight.net, or on Instagram at towardlight108.